Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the podcast. Back again. Another week, another month, another year. No, has it been a year? Has it been a year? <laughs> Can we say that A yet? year for what? I don't know. Another year, another one. It's been another year since like last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, now that we've all intro- we've we've all just witnessed the worst introduction of anything ever. I try to progressively make it worse and worse and worse and worse. I feel like it should be getting smoother, but I'm like, wow, I'm trying to every time we do this, I'm like, I'm gonna try to think of something new to say, and I don't think of it, then I just go back to the old old. And it just goes in the garbage. And it just goes in the trash. But we can't stop now because we're already recording. We can't stop because we're already recording. Now we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back to the podcast. This is Ben and Tyler with America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. All right, woosah. We're, we're good. good. We're here. We're we made it. Relax. Yes. Ben, relax. Relax, bud. Make sure to check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube. I've been loading these things on YouTube. Make sure to comment on those because that's me commenting back as Diesel Power Products. You heard. Uh, leave a five-star review on any venue you find. Screenshot that. Send it to Tyler at Diesel Power Products. And then, well, make sure to include your name, address, picture of your truck, and t-shirt know, size t-shirt size something, <laughs> something spicy yeah, yeah. whatever spicy never hurts yeah if you make me laugh you get extra points this is true yeah um we're gonna get into this episode real quick uh, i want to give a big shout out to i've had two podcast listeners call this week and talk to me and buy parts that's cool um not that buying parts like makes me happy for like a friend or something like that but it it makes me happy that people are listening yeah and that people are calling in and buying parts that so, like it really hits me in the heart it makes me kind of feel like we're actually doing something right here yeah at least two people are listening at least two <laughs> <laughs> two people that have a credit card yeah. <laughs> <Sick>. so- <laughs> all right so this episode and i promised tyler's gonna talk but it's gonna be a tyler heavy episode so once again 
If you hate Tyler's voice, tune out now. <laughs> if you love my voice, tune out now. <laughs> if you hate my voice, this is for you. Yeah. And if you just love Tyler's voice, this, this is for you. This is for you, dog. <laughs> so, it's for you, dog. <laughs> so today we're talking about the <clears throat> the we believe it or not, diesel products we did have a drag truck back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. um, we don't need more. We've talked about it. We've alluded to it. Tyler's going to take us down memory lane, and we're going to learn all about it. Yeah, I've I haven't heard. He's got like two pages written down here, and I have, <laughs> which is huge because I usually put my notes on sticky pads. Yeah, if this was sticky pads, I'd have like the whole stack of sticky pads. This is true. <laughs> It'd be like this long. So Just sticking them together. I've heard bits and pieces of this. Yeah. Um, the I don't want to say anything that's going to spoil it, but it, it, so yeah, I've heard bits and pieces of it. This is the this is the truck that some of our pictures are on our website for like yep. twelve valve stuff. Um, but on that note, Tyler. Yeah, here we go. Take us to st- take us down story lane, bud. So, so I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with it. some of this stuff. You know, it is kind of uh, something that I'm not uh, essentially proud of for the most part because I've I've made a ton of mistakes. Um, I'm not going to use this as an excuse, but I'm just going to say it. I was young. I was dumb. Yeah. I didn't know a hundred percent what I was doing. Uh, and and you know, back in the day when we and I say back in the day, I mean. <laughs> You know, it's not like I'm 50 years old talking about, <laughs> you know, so this is like, you know, when I was like 19, 20, 21 ish, you know, around, you know, right around there. We, uh, I mean, I started working for diesel power products when I was eight, 18, I think I was 19. So it must've been like Just 20. A wee tadpole. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we were growing fast. We were, um, things were going crazy. Um, uh, and then I don't even know what, I think what sparked it is there was this company that had a. I've, so I've always been interested in, if you listen to like the episode about like our history and whatnot, I've always been interested in drag racing. I always like that. It's uh, kind of the one motorsport in, in, in like the, you know, automotive field that really kind of grabbed me. I just thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it all stemmed from like high school days going, we, the little drag strip that we have here, they have like high school drags and that sort of thing. It was really fun. And so that kind of always stuck with me and I've always kind of been around like the hot rod guys and that sort of thing. So um, it was something that I wanted to kind of carry over into the, the, the diesel side of things always. Like I wanted to do this on my own, not with any help from the company or anything like that. Um, and so I, I don't know what actually started the whole us looking for a drag truck. I, I think it was there. I think it was called like CT diesel. I can't remember the name of the company, but anyways, they had like a chassis for sale. It was a common rail. It was like a Oh four Cummins, um, like fiberglass fenders, fiberglass bed size, bed sides. It was, it had a, um, cage and everything and no engine it was just kind of like a chassis and we were looking at that and we're like oh we can put an engine in that and go drag racing like that would be that would be fun um we had a company friend um that had a drag truck from like right when like diesel was like starting to get cool and everybody started getting into it um he built a 94 12 valve Cummins. It was a long box truck that he had shortened and put a short bed on it. So it was this black standard cab, short bed, two wheel drive, Oof. 12 valve. Um, I mean, the thing was like, it always had kind of a reputation at the drag strip. Cause every time I'd take it to the drag strip, the announcer would be like, Oh, this truck's back. Like, he, you know, he knew the <laughs> truck. And, uh, and so that kind of got brought up to the owner, Brian, like this, Hey, this truck is possibly for sale. And it was a complete truck versus this other truck that was just a rolling chassis essentially. And, uh, and, and we knew the guy, like we were really close friends with him. We're still friends with him to this day. And, uh, me and Brian 
went over and looked at it one night and kind of made a deal on it and which was pretty awesome because it's like wow i'm gonna be a part of like this is really cool first rule of buying cars don't buy them at night <laughs> don't buy them at night <laughs> this was in a shop <laughs> that was lit um and so we made a deal on the truck and um the truck had just recently blown the motor in it but the motor had just gotten fixed i'm not i'm not going to name names on, on some of this stuff because i i'm not going to say I'm, I'm bitter about some of this stuff but i just there's I, i'm more bitter with myself because i think that i could have done something to save this okay mm-hmm. um so the the engine was just built by this engine builder and he had it but it wasn't it it just needed to be assembled everything needed to be put, put, put back on it and put back in the truck and so Brian made the deal with the guy and, uh, we, me, uh, I spent the next probably two weeks going to his house and his shop and working on this truck mm-hmm. to get it back up and running. And, uh, so every night after work, I'd go over to his house and I'd work on this truck. Um, we got it to the point where we, um, we, you know, put the engine back in, assembled everything. You know, and I'm learning as I'm going. Like, this is kind of like my first drag truck or any sort of like really high performance truck that I've really had my hands on from the beginning. I wouldn't say beginning to end because I didn't do like the short bed swap or anything like that. But okay. as far as engine wise, you know, that was like the first one um, that I really played with. And uh, we, we got the engine all in. Everything was good to go, right? I'm jacked. Like I'm sitting in Oh, it you have I'd, to be stoked. Oh, dude, I'm so freaking like jacked. 19, like 19, 20, just, just like. sitting in that driver's seat of that truck oh. and like had a full custom like center console with like one of those um, like cheetah shift. No, it wasn't a cheetah. It was a, a, a B&M like a. Um, the short first shift. Yeah. yeah. And it had like all these switches. I love switches and I love buttons. Wait, was it so, a ratchet shifter? Like a slap shifter? No, it was a, it wasn't a full manual valve body or anything. Okay. It was just a, like a just a B&M version of what would work for a 47RH, right? Okay. So you have one, two, three, and, and drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, just like, man, this is going to be so freaking cool. Like a racing seat. The thing even had a stereo system. Like it had a had a 12 in the, in the center console, mm-hmm. banging beats, dude. Like this thing was like, for a kid... Like I'm like jacked, dude. <laughs> dude. I got a like a thousand horsepower Cummins standard cab short bed two wheel drive that's got like these fat ass Mickey Thompson street radials on the like this thing is just wicked, right? You're you're dom, dude. I'm just like this is like this is <laughs> this is amazing, right? And uh, so we get the engine in, and and uh, get everything there. And we're firing it up. We fire it up for the first time, and the thing just it just sounds nasty. Okay, and so this thing was, it had, uh, to this day, what I was told, the injection pump that was on it was what's called a PDR stupid pump. It was a 14 millimeter, like a thousand cc P pump. This thing was insane. Um, And it had a 66 over a, I believe it was a 96 millimeter industrial injection. I think they called it back in the day, the fat bastard is what they (laughs) call it. This turbo was like 110 pounds. It was huge. This the low pressure charger in this uh-huh. compound setup is giant. Um, so I'm just like, I'm <laughs> just jacked. Like, like any diesel head would be, you know? So we fire this truck up and, uh, after about, I don't know, five minutes of running, we hear this. Tick, 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 tick. We're like, what is that? Yeah. And so we pull valve covers. We're checking valve lash. We're checking everything. We're like, this engine was just built. Like there should be no reason there's a tick noise. Mm-hmm. 
And this was like probably, I don't know, midnight, maybe one or two in the morning. It was pretty late. And so I go home kind of like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, I'm not going to get to drive A little this defeated. Thing. A little yeah. defeated. I'm not going to be able to drive this thing. There's like some sort of tick. Like, I'm hoping it's not like a valve kissing a piston or anything. And so the next day, we're like, okay, we're going to let's pull the oil pan on this thing. Let's see if there's you know something maybe something broke you know who knows and so we unbolt the because on the in order to get the oil pan off you got to unbolt the engine and lift the engine up a little bit mm-hmm. because the pickup tube is you can't get the oil pan out with the pickup tube on right, snake and you got to lift yeah. it up so you can get the pickup tube off pickup tube falls in the pan you can pull the whole thing out and so we lift the engine up and pull the oil pan off and you know what we find loose main caps That all of them were loose. I'm like, man, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Like, er, you know, at that point, you're like, okay, this engine needs new bearings. It needs to be checked, right? Mm-hmm. So we did about the worst thing that we could have done, and we just tightened them up, <laughs> and we drove it. <laughs> so we tightened them up. <laughs> so we remember were... we talked about, like, there's going to be parts of this episode <laughs> yeah. that uh, Tyra's not going to be proud of, and we've also done episodes of uh, Learn From My Fail type stuff. Yeah, That's... That's one of them. That's one of them. That was a, obviously you shouldn't do that. We were kind of in a predicament because we had a drag race and a show that we were kind of putting on. We were doing like a barbecue at the old Mm -hmm. shop down the road here. And so we get the, um, (laughs) we tighten them up. I think actually uh, he tightened them up, the other guy, um, while I was at work, you know, during the day. And then he drove the truck over. Sounded fine. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, it wasn't. Um, and so we took it to the drag strip that night and basically blew it up on the drag strip first pass. And we knew exactly what caused it. And we had already been in contact with the engine builder and said, Hey, this, you know, you gave us an engine that was supposed to be ready to go, ready to drop in. And these weren't torqued. Ultimately you should have, we should have checked it. You know, any, any, anybody else would have checked it, you know, like that's what you're supposed to do. You know, this, this is like, I think back to when I was around that age. It's just a hard lesson, man. It is a hard lesson. It's it is a hard lesson. But the the guy that built the engine knew about it, and he knew what we were doing. He knew we were tightening them back up, and he, we, he knew we were going drag racing with it. So we kind of had this, you know, we knew in the back of our head that this was kind of going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't too bad of a, like, oh, it happened. Oh, well, we kind of knew it, you know. And so the truck gets dropped off at the shop, our shop now, mm-hmm. and I pull the engine out. <laughs> So I pull the engine out, I throw in the back of Brian's truck, and I drive over to Seattle area. That's it was. That's where we went and dropped the engine off and had it built again. Mm-hmm. And this is pump everything. I think I even uh, I took the head off, and I had the head at the shop, and I brought him the engine pump, basically everything from the head down. He had, and he set it all up, rebuilt the engine, set it all up with the pump already on it, like it was timed, everything ready to rock, right. And so we get it back. I gotta look at where I'm at now. Um, so we get it back, and um, oh my good god! Okay, so the engine builder that built it told me like, "Hey, break this engine in, right? You gotta break it in. Got to put some miles on it. Go do some pulls with it." And so I completed the engine, got it fired up, and it. When I first fired it up, I remember because what the engine builder had, because this truck had nitrous on it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if 
this is kind of like common thing that every engine builder does when you're running nitrous they'll drop compression or when you run big turbos they'll drop compression in the engine um, because you're running like a turbo system that can run 100 psi or yeah, whatever anticipation that you're going to cram a right ton right of so they'll drop the there. compression yeah, yeah. right so when i first got everything assembled i couldn't get the truck started i couldn't get the truck started so i called the engine builder i'm like man this thing will not start like it won't start it's just smoking mm-hmm. like raw fuel like it won't it won't start and he's what he told me was spray a little ether in there. I'm like, God, Give this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Well, I got it fired. It fired. Everything was fine. Um, it drove awesome. Having fun, right? I've, I'm this probably at this point. I'm, I, I, I think at that point I was probably 20 or 20 or 21. That's a Anyways, good feeling. Yeah. yeah got, so I, yeah. So good. like I have possession of the truck, the titles in my name, like, and I'm the one that's like managing this whole thing. Right. And so, I get it, get it together, get it running. I'm breaking it in, and I feel like the coolest kid in Spokane because I've got this like thousand horsepower truck. And I'm just like driving on the street. Keep it hot. It was, <laughs> thousand horsepower, th- thousand horsepower, like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I think last time they had dynoed it, it was like 1100. Um, I I had never dynoed it when I had it. I just knew what was in it and what it had dynoed before, and so that's mm-hmm. kind of what I base base that off of. Um, <clears throat> and so I'm driving this truck around. The street of Spokane, like just trying to put some miles on this engine to get it broken, and uh, you know, being a dickhead on the streets, yeah, <laughs> trying to practice my launches on back roads and that sort of thing, which was, which was in, which was so fun, like learning how to like learning your vehicle and learning how to launch and like feeling that, mm-hmm. like that when you take off and you've got twenty pounds of boost or whatever and you're launching especially on a purpose-built truck that's built for drag racing. That's built a it's a, it's a It's a feeling that you, you can't even explain. Mm. It is just – it's something else. I mean, it's it, it feels like taking off in an airplane, you know, when you take off and just like, Phew, like, oh, wow. Like, it's that times, like, five. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it, – that, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, right? So I'm feeling great, right? I've got this engine breaking in. It's firing up perfect for me. It's running great. Um. Then we take the truck to, so I got it kind of broken. I'm ready to rock. Um, We take the truck to, I take the truck to Bully Dog. Okay. Okay. So we we loaded up behind the Idaho Falls. Yeah. Southern Idaho. Me and one of my buddies load up and I just ordered new injectors for it. So we got smaller injectors for it because it was a little smoky. It had like, had giant injectors in it. So I got some like. I think they're five by 18 sack type nozzle mm-hmm. injectors that we put in it and we go down to bully dog and I, I'm literally the, the truck is on the trailer, the injectors and the, the truck is on the trailer. The trailer and the truck is at my buddy's house. Cause I was borrowing, we were borrowing their trailer and the injectors were showing up the day we were leaving. And so I get the injectors. I go to my buddy's house. I'm waiting for him to get off work. And I'm putting injectors in on the trailer. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So we're pu- I'm putting new injectors in. Wait for him to get off. He gets off. <clears throat> it's like 7.30 at night. And we take off to Idaho. We drive all night. Okay. The dyno starts at like 8 in the morning. We get there at 6. In Bully Dog's parking lot. <laughs> the truck won't start. <laughs> okay. We get there. We drive this whole time. And it's been so cold. It was so cold in the middle of the night. That we get there and and I can't get this freaking truck started to get it off the trailer. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like it's kind of pissing me off at this point. And I'm there before anybody else. We're in the parking lot. I see this one guy pull up to Bully Dog and goes in the door, and I see him outside, and I'm like, I run over to him. I'm like, hey, you got any ether or anything? Like, I need some, yeah. I need some fire. You got that good stuff? <laughs> I, need, I need some fire. So he finds me. So I get it. I finally get it started. Get it off the trailer. Go and dyno it. And for some reason, I don't know what happened, but at that point, the truck would not shift into fourth gear. And bear in mind, this is... Back in the day, we did not have the same relationship that we have with AT because it had an ATS transmission in it, a built ATS transmission. We didn't have the same relationship with ATS that we do now. And so the, the truck wouldn't shift into fourth gear. Mm-hmm. And you kind of need it for drag racing. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of need it for dynoing too. <laughs> uh, but it wouldn't shift into fourth. And it was like pissing me off because I'm like driving in front of Bully Dog. I'm like, why is this thing not shifting into fourth all of a sudden? Like it just wouldn't do it. And so I'm like, I'm kind of pissed off, right? And so I enter the truck into the competition. Um, I'm in the fuel-only category because I wasn't running nitrous, and I, I didn't want mm. to run nitrous because I wanted to get the truck running good without the nitrous. And then right, we can right, kind right. of improve upon that with it if we if we need it. And so finally gets to be my turn. I roll that bad boy up. I get first place at Bully Dog, fuel-only in third gear. Yeah. <laughs> like. I was like, wow. And then, like, there was a guy from, uh, I can't remember what magazine. He wanted to go take pictures of the truck. And I was, um, so I drove out to, like, this field, this road in this farm field and parked it in the middle of the road. And he took a bunch of pictures of it. I don't even know if it ended up in a magazine or not. I have no idea. I was, like, the whole time thinking, like, why is this truck not shifting into fourth gear? It's, like, really irritating that this is not happening. And I have my trophy for first place, like... (laughs) It's like this, but I didn't feel like I won it because I'm like, no, this truck could do more than that. I think it dynoed like 730 horsepower in third gear, mm-hmm. and I won first. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it could have done way more. Yeah. Like, it could have been way cooler. And so I'm like, kind of irritated at that. So we get that all done, drive it back, or not, didn't drive it back home, but we put it on the trailer, drive everything home, and, uh, I, I continue to drive the truck because I'm trying to get this fourth gear situation figured out. And I'm calling ATS. Sadly enough, they're no help to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just had some bad employees back then. I, I don't know. They're a lot better now. Obviously, you can call mm-hmm. them and get any sorts of help. But I couldn't get any help on this thing. They're like, go. Because back, th- that transmission had like a standalone. I think it was a 47RE that was in it. And it had like a standalone um yeah, they're full they, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we got it came the truck when we bought the truck camera this is like laptop thing for this with this you know program for you know this ATS transmission and they're like, "We'll see if it's commanding fourth and if it's not hit the button, you know. I'm trying everything. I can't get this thing to shift in the fourth." And again, I this is the thing that kind of makes me mad, not mad. It makes me mad at myself about this whole situation because I'm sure there's a lot more that I could have done to get this stuff figured out. And I, I, I might have been somewhat successful in, in, in drag racing and, and in dynoing and that sort of thing. Like, I, I go, that's what makes, this is why I say it's somewhat embarrassing because I could, if I knew what I knew now, like, I would have figured that out and I would have got oh, that. Oh, dude, fixed. hindsight's 2020. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, and it's, it's something where I was like, I was just stupid. I was dumb. I was a young kid and I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And, and I feel bad for Brian too, for the one that's like fronting me all this to, to get this thing happening. And, and at this point I look back and I'm like, I screwed up. That was all me. It wasn't Mm -hmm. nothing to do with anybody else. I was all me because I could have done so much more to, to figure this issue out. I could have made 
the phone calls that should have been made to, to get this thing fixed where this thing would, would shift properly. And I, I just look back at that now and I'm like, well, what, you know, what, if I would have done that, like, like where would I, where would I be at today? Yeah. Kind of a thing. Not saying that that would have like changed my life or anything or no, I'm just saying that it, I love drag racing and maybe I, I, maybe I'd still be in it with like another truck or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Instead of dreaming about it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so th- that was, uh, yeah, that's probably one of the, one of the, one of the things I'm most embarrassed about is that I didn't take those extra steps to try to get this figured out and try to, I felt like, you know, obviously looking back, like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back now and be like, you know what, that would have been fixed. I could have done that, mm-hmm. but I don't know what, what where my head was at back in the day or what. But anyway, so I'm I'm driving this truck around after the dyno, trying to get this figured out. Um, industrials dyno day is coming up, and so we're like, okay, we're bringing the truck down. Like we're gonna, you know, and Cooper had his truck. That's when right right after we had hired not right after but we had hired cooper at that point and uh so we take like we take three trucks down there take cooper's truck the drag truck and brian's mega cab and uh and that's what we were just talking about upstairs when when cooper almost well he broke a strap and he thought he was coming off the dyno which a couple people thought he was coming off the dyno it was pretty sketchy well hold on and that was in his triple the black truck was that compounded or tripled at that time? That was compounded. Compounded, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was dyno nine oh nine on the dyno. But it's a vicious nine oh nine. Yeah. Like it was a freaking crazy responsive nine oh nine. I've heard stories from unreli like it's always like, oh, the guy that has the truck has the crazy story. But yeah. I've heard stories from like unsolicited stories from outside sources about that truck. Yeah. They're just like this thing lots of cuss words and just like that's not cool. This yeah. truck was not okay. Yeah. When I yeah. mean like not okay, like like not okay, like it's brutal. Like, it's- yeah. It. Um. I remember I was going. So at this point, I was like, we were gonna go drag racing with it in the near future, mm-hmm. and for their dyno, I was like, I'm gonna get my nitrous bottle filled. <laughs> so, like any and, responsible and, human would and, do. <laughs> and I had at that at that time, I had a second gen that mm-hmm. I had a custom built 66 billet wheel single charger on that was that your, truck. C, your C foam, whatever the hell that was right yeah the atlantic blue oh sorry atlantic blue atlantic sport blue. <laughs> um and i had a so i had that charger on there well on the race truck it had a 66 but it was a cast wheel it was like an old fat shaft 66 mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking i need this thing to spool faster I'm going to take the turbo off my truck and I'm going to put it on the Drake truck. And so I completely disable my daily driver, take the turbo off of it and put that as the top turbo on the compound setup on the race truck. It's a disease. And I completely just, just disabled my daily. I said, fuck. I, well, <laughs> I, said, vieh, vieh. I said, screw it. And, uh, and yeah, so I put that charger on there. I'm telling, I'm telling Brian and the guys at exhaust solutions back in the day, it was Shelly's. Mm-hmm. They were like one of the only ones I knew in town that could fill nitrous bottles. And so he's like, yeah, bring it down. I'll fill it for you. No problem. I didn't have a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and so Cooper was like, take this. And he had a trailer on it behind it. He's like, just take that with the trailer and go get the bottle filled and bring it back. I'm like, okay. So I go and drive his truck to go with the nitrous bottle filled. As I'm leaving the house to, cause it's like a house and a shop. And so I get it, got it filled and I'm leaving. 
I have a trailer, like an empty trailer behind me, and I'm in Cooper's truck, which is, was a manual. Yeah. Um, 06. 06, 56. 59, yeah, G56. Yeah. 37s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just wicked. I've seen pictures of that. That oh, thing was God. awesome. I take this corner, and the tires just light up. The truck goes like sideways, and I'm like, "How am I going sideways with a trailer? <laughs> like, what's going on right now?" And I get back to work, and I'm like, "Cause that that's like right when the sprint boosters were kind of a thing." And uh, I was like, "Cooper, how you turn the sprint booster off?" I think no, I called him. I'm like, "Cooper, how you turn the sprint booster off?" Like, I can't hardly drive this thing with a manual with a trailer. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm gonna wreck this thing. He's like, "Um, it's not on." <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is what you do every day. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. this thing. The throttle response in that truck, I have, uh, I've never, I've never been in a vehicle that had such a responsive throttle than that truck had, mm-hmm. it, it, to this day, and anything. I mean, even a motorcycle that hasn't doesn't have like the, it would, there's nothing I have drove that had that sort of throttle response. Damn. It was wicked. It was wicked. So we get that thing back, uh, or we get the I get the truck back, filled the nitrous bottle, good to go. Load the truck up, going down to industrial. That's when Cooper, you know, almost uh, almost fell off the dyno, and and I had when I dynoed, I di- I dynoed on the inside, they're inside the building dyno, and I don't know if it was because of a like it was too low, I don't know, um, but I had Brian in the passenger seat with the laptop, and I'm like, when I tell you, hit the fourth gear thing, because I'm like I'm hoping it'll shift in the fourth. And it, it didn't. So it was kind of depressing at that point. And we're like, and I'm, at this point, I'm kind of getting pissed because I'm yeah, like, I'm getting no, I'm getting no help from ATS on this. Again, ATS, we love you. We love you now. <laughs> Different relationship back in the day. Yeah, I'm going to sidebar that yeah. real quick. Like, and we even had Clint on the show too. Um, mm-hmm. ATS went through a hard reset. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe around that time, a little bit later, something like that. But they, and he, and Clint owns it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we were we were going too big, too fast, and he's yeah. like, I stopped production. Yeah, I did a hard reset. Everybody stopped. We all had like we all got together, saying kumbaya, like whatever you want to. But like they had a hard reset. So if you're going through forum posts and like, dude, Tyler said ETS sucks, or blah blah. No, yeah. he doesn't. No. If you find those posts, look at the date. I guarantee it's at least like 10, 15 years yeah. ago. Well, I I never bashed anybody online or anything like that. Like I've never been like that. I'm I'm just. As far as the story, that's how things went. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have that kind of guy that would be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Try this. If this doesn't work, call me back. Here's my line. Here's my direct line. We'll get this figured out. Like, I didn't have that kind of help. It was more like, more or less like, hey, you can try this. If that doesn't work, then I don't know. Send it back. Which, <laughs> I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Because I thought it was something stupid. Like, I thought it yeah. was something in programming. I thought it was something stupid because it's not like it was slipping. It's not like it was nothing like that. And so it's like at that point, it's either something so stupid, it's super simple or something's terribly wrong. Yeah. So like halfway back from coming back from Salt Lake City, from Industrials Dino, I don't know where this came up, but um, me and Cooper decided to drag race on the highway. (laughs) So we pulled the truck off the trailer (laughs) and he hopped in his truck and we're literally drag racing down the highway. Like... And then the truck was shifting in the fourth, of course, randomly, as Cooper's going in the ditch <laughs> with his truck. Like, I wonder if it had like a 
speed thing. I don't know. I, I you know, this I I don't know, and I never got it. I never got an answer from the guys that ended up with the truck either mm-hmm. on it. Um, but it, I don't know. Maybe because it was one of those things where I got in the truck after we took it off the trailer. We're like, okay, we're gonna go play around on the highway. I was so pissed that I was just freaking hammering this thing. I'm just like, you're gonna, I'm gonna make you shift, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a thing. Like, um, it's super cool because like you could see. Because obviously, like a drag truck is diff- built different than like uh, like Cooper's truck, for oh, instance, yeah. right? So when you're rolling on the highway and like going 40, 50, and then taking off, like especially pushing chargers like I had on that, there's going to be a little bit of some lag time there, <laughs> some oh, yeah. smoke, <laughs> right? So we take off. Brian's filming as he's driving the mega cab with an empty trailer, and all you see is smoke billowing out of the, the drag truck, and you see Cooper, you see me and him go. All you see is the smoke, and then you, the smoke finally starts to clear, and you see both of us. Go, Cooper's Cooper had eaten me alive at the well, obviously because he's got yeah. different turbos on it that are way quicker spooling, and he had he had the bite on me from a while, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a while. So, but all you saw is smoke, and then we were both kind of gone, <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, and then we loaded it back up, and then Cooper was like, "Hey, you should drive my truck," and so I drove his truck for a little bit, a little bit, which is which was cool. Um, so yeah, we 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 came back from that, and uh, back back at that time we had a, a diesel event called Diesel Thunder going on for a mm-hmm. while, um, which was really actually really cool. Um, kind of Jason Burton over at Northwest Customs would kind of put it together. It'd, it'd be really cool. We'd have like a um, we have a dyno at Shelley's, and then um, a lot of people got to you know got to dinner or whatever, and then we go out to the drag strip and drag race. And um, I got to the dyno. And I was I was all set on drag racing. I didn't even dyno. I didn't want a dyno because I was like, I, I don't want anything to happen in this truck unless it's at the track. Like I wanna be at the track. I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna go down the drag strip. So I didn't even dyno. I think they refilled my nitrous bottle. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. And uh, which they never charged me ever for the nitrous, which was which was super cool. You know, Thanks, Chad. Chad. Yeah. Chad's awesome. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he never never charged charged me for that. And so, I didn't dyno. We go out. I actually we we actually I went went out to dinner with the guys from Specialized Diesel. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. Chris and um, I can't remember them. I've met them all before. Yeah. It, it, and so one word. We beers. all yeah we 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 all went and got some food. We're like, all right, let's. We're doing this. Let's head out to the drag strip. My first pass on the drag strip. Blow that thing to the freaking moon, dude. Blows up on me. Um, I don't know what actually happened, but it when I took the head off, like there's cylinders that were scarred like nobody's business. Like it was bad. It was bad. And it was that was probably one of the most embarrassing things at the drag strip because I about half track is when it popped. And I coasted all the way. I think I still even ran like a 13 with a coast blown up half track, which mm-hmm. I was like, okay, hey, this all thing's right. got 10s in it all day long. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was super embarrassing because I had to be towed. So the tow truck driver comes up, picks up the truck. I'm in it with my helmet on and everything. And he's just like, takes me off, takes me off, parks it in the, parks it in the, uh, parks it in the parking lot there we're trying to figure out like what's going on. Like this thing is just toast. This thing's toast. Well, get back to the shop, pull the head things scarred. Like the cylinders are scarred. I'm like, I don't know what, 
I don't know if it washed a cylinder because of the fueling and the low compression and it just wasn't getting the air and it just got too hot. That's probably what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was the last time I drove that truck. Kind of, kind of shitty. Yeah. And, uh, we ended up selling it. Someone else bought it. Specialized actually bought it. They couldn't get it running. Right. And then somebody else bought it. And then they, uh, one day that, guy showed up to the shop and uh you called you called me over and was like hey this truck's out here you remember this truck and i'm like oh my god that's the truck and i tell you what that truck is um where it's at today is what i had always hoped it would be at when i had it but i just Mm -hmm. didn't have the pieces of the puzzle to put it together to kind of make that happen but it's it's a beautiful truck now i mean that thing is and it's running consistent tens um, it's essentially, it's got a new pump, new transmission, whole new intercooler setup, whole new turbo setup. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's been completely kind of gone through, but it's, it's still, you know, when he, when he showed up, I was like, it's, that's still the same truck. Like that is, so a lot of, a lot of memories in that truck, a lot of, uh, things that I, I, I know I could have done way better mm-hmm. looking back at it now. Like there's so many things that I could have, I could have done better and, Again, it, it, I just look back at it now, and I'm just like, "Gosh, you idiot, you idiot," you know. But hey, you learn from it now, and 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 you know, now I feel like I I, I am in a, a better place as far as with that type of vehicle. Like I I know what I want, I, I know what I want to do, um, and I I know how to go about it mm-hmm. with a lot more information than I had back then. I I don't want you know. I feel bad because you know it was kind of like an expensive learning experience that not not always is not only me but brian went through too Mm -hmm. and i feel bad because i i i feel like he had higher hopes for me on this um but you know what can you do i'm still here we're still slinging diesel parts still doing it we're still doing it um learn from your mistakes i mean that's that's the biggest thing i mean it's but again some some of the time you don't know yet you kind of don't know until maybe after quite a while after (laughs) yeah kind of a thing so it's a hard one to swallow i don't know if you're dumb but you're leaving me on a downer yeah i'm kind of leaving on a downer all right it's kind of sad i'm done yeah that is done that's the end of the story so that's a hell of a story man yeah i wish it was a happier ending yeah kind of a thing but that's you know that's how life is you learn well now you learn that's why they say that now you know more about tyler than i did when i uh first started this podcast because i didn't know that whole story yeah um I'm glad I heard it now. Uh, I don't. My, I don't even have a rant for today because I feel like I lived yeah. through through that story. And yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You can't make the right call all the time. It sucks. Yeah. Now you guys know why I like drag racing so much. Yeah. <laughs> I want a redo. I want a hard redo. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> well, if so. you've had some regrets, then I'm sure you'll uh, you'll relate with what we got going on in this episode right now. There's no happy ending to this one, except for the fact that it's over. So drink there, your beer. There's a happy ending. You know what? There will be. There's always bigger and better things for the future. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on it. I know it's. Uh, again, it it could have been cool. Could have been not. Who knows? I don't know. But. I know what I want to do, and I know how I'm going to do it, and you just wait. There'll be some cool things in the future, I guarantee you. And on that cliffhanger, yeah, we're out. Peace. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop, 
and the smells of Cajun cooking. Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.